Listener-supported KFUO invites you to listen live to our annual share It's your opportunity to show your support to KFUO. If you can't join us live, please prayerfully consider supporting us by calling 314-996-1518 and asking about our giving levels. You can also click the Give Now button on our webpage. share 2017, April 20th, 21st, and 22nd. We're on a mission from God. Something completely different. This is Pastor Jolly John Lekomsky on this uh, Easter Eve, this Holy Saturday, from uh, St. Paul Luther Church, by the way, in New Athens, Illinois, and Trinity Lutheran Church in Darmstadt, Illinois. That's the people that pay my bills, and I have next to me <laughs> Pastor Matt Youngblood Clark from Ascension Lutheran Church in beautiful South St. Louis. Uh, tell us again how nice it, it is. It is beautiful, especially this time of year. The birds are chirping, the bunnies are hopping, the <laughs> flowers are blooming. Picturesque, it, as always. Did you get always. all the eggs picked up, though, the, from last the week? The eggs are picked up. The camel droppings from the live nativity have been taken care of. <laughs> okay. so we are ready for spring Easter. cleaning, you're all ready to go. That's right. Oh, That's right. Great, and, great. and by the way, you're listening to... Wrestling, Wrestling with, with the, the basics. basics. Boy, I'm glad you remember that. Woo-hoo. There's so many episodes that we don't actually we tell don't even mention it. What the show is, <laughs> we, probably just as well. We are just pastors. What do you expect? So we're doing something different at, at Matt's suggestion. I think it's an excellent suggestion because this is kind of an unusual uh, episode for us because we're not actually at Easter yet. Yes, uh, that's still got to wait till tomorrow. We're Jesus, on the verge. Jesus Christ is dead. Uh, he is laying in the tomb uh, at this point, as far as we're uh, those who are actually listening to us Saturday morning. Um, in fact, I, can I throw just a strange thought out to yeah, you? Yeah, please I, do. I, I, this comes from Luther, so if you don't like him, uh, call, uh, call him. Call, no, don't call we'll him. Let Luther know. But, but no, he, he pointed out the fact that, that the reason why there is a resurrection within three days is because if the body had stayed any longer than that, the body would have seen corruption. Oh, yeah. And I didn't think about that because it's a real fleshly human body, uh, uh, and it's laying there, and if something doesn't happen, it's going to decay because that's what real fleshly human bodies do. Of course, something is going to happen. That's the exciting thing. Yeah. Uh, uh, But I thought, well, I never thought of it that way. Yeah, well, uh, you know, I I think that kind of ties in nicely with the psalm, the psalm that talks about foretelling the resurrection about his body didn't see corruption. Oh, yeah. Um, So uh, perhaps so, there wasn't that decay, and uh, it calls to my mind what we just talked about i think pretty recently at least uh it came up in a gospel reading the three-year lectionary the yep. the raising of lazarus from the dead and how same thing you know, the family protest yep. but oh by this time there's a stench she's been dead four days and from what i understand that that four days that for limit. jews that was yep. kind of the limit and that's you know the spirit leaves the body and there's decay and it's kind of you're too late but yeah three days no he, he doesn't see corruption he doesn't see decay that's a good insight. And it does fit in. I, I, I hadn't thought about it, but it is the fulfillment then of prophecy. That's why, if you're wondering why that has to take place in 30 days, because that's what the word of the Lord said. And as we've heard over and over again, when the Lord says something, that's how it's going to be. I'm sorry. You may not like it. Well, of course we like it, because he said that we're going to live forever with him in heaven. We love this. You bet. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. 
But anyway, so Matt thought, let's talk about the burial, which I think is a great, because we don't, there's no service for the burial, is there? Yeah, we're kind of in this in-between time where yeah. Yeah, Jesus is in the tomb, not yet risen, bodily risen. Uh, so, yeah, it, it is kind of funny because most congregations we, we well, we've we've got a good friday service to death uh, we may even have an easter vigil service right. on 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 saturday coming up tonight if you want to come and join us in new athens uh, oh, six yeah, yeah. o'clock yeah. we'll be there for easter thanks vigil. for mentioning that yeah are you doing anything tonight Nope. No, that's, no, that's okay. <laughs> Maybe we'll come yeah. to New Athens. We've well, done I, it before, have you got a actually. sunrise service going on? We we have an earlier service. It's okay. not quite sunrise, but yeah, I know it's yeah, hard to get yeah, up. I know all this. This time of the year, sunrise is pretty early. <laughs> but you do have an extra service. Yes, See, we don't we do. do that. We do the Saturday night, gotcha. which is really cool too. And if you're free, yeah. go over to New Athens. I encourage you to do that or find one that has an Easter vigil. But like you said, you know, none of our services really necessarily use the no. this account no. of the burial itself as the main reading for the service. This. The other reason I brought this up is because I was sharing with John before the, the, the broadcast. I've gone to a lot of funerals lately. Yeah. As we record this, I just came from a funeral that I was able to preside at. Ken Meng, one of our members, uh, you know, passed away and is celebrating Easter now in his Savior's presence this year. Thanks be to God. But but just some thought, you know, having been at the gravesite two times in the past two days, uh, just giving some thought to not just Jesus' burial, but you know, maybe our burial too, and and what Jesus' burial and resurrection means for our burial and eventual resurrection too. Well, where would you like me to read, Matt? Well, I, the the burial of Jesus comes up in all four Gospels, which is interesting, Matthew, okay. Mark, Luke, so it's John. A, so apparently, it's, an important it, thing. It's pretty significant yeah. in God's eyes, apparently. So, the the account of Matthew is the one I want to focus on because it tells us not just about the burial. Uh, but it also talks a little bit about the t- the tomb being sealed, you know, this v- tomb that's vainly sealed because Jesus burst forth, of course. But it gives us the background as to to why the tomb is sealed. So as we read this account, be listening for some irony. I think there's this irony all over the place as we read about Jesus' burial and then the sealing of his tomb. So this is uh, Matthew chapter 27, right after. Jesus' death, we hear about the burial beginning with verse 57. So Matthew 27, verse 57. When it was evening, there came a rich man from Arimathea named Joseph, who also was a disciple of Jesus. He went to Pilate and asked for the body of Jesus, and Pilate ordered it to be given to him. And Joseph took the body and wrapped it in a clean linen shroud and laid it on his own new tomb, or rather in his own new tomb, which he had cut in the rock, And he rolled a great stone to the entrance of the tomb and went away. Mary Magdalene and the other Mary were there sitting opposite the tomb. Yeah. So I think just some some observations, things we don't always necessarily give a whole lot of thought to. First of all, so this is the Sabbath, right? So this is going to be the Sabbath. Yeah, that's why the body's got to be in the grave. Uh, Mary uh, is sitting there. Uh, the, The two Marys are there, but... They, they don't have time to prepare the body for burial because it's it's the Sabbath. You know, you, it's too late to get that work done. So they have to come and, back and, later. And, and you got to remember that the, the Jewish count their days from sunset. That's yes. the beginning of the day. So this body has to be in the tomb before the sun goes down. And as you said, so there's not time to do what they would normally do to honor and show respect to the burial. It's kind yeah. of a rush job. Yeah. So you remember that even at Jesus' death, uh, it's getting to be almost the Sabbath. So the, the two other criminals on the cross, 
cross, uh, they have to to break their legs, speed right. up their death. They're not dead yet. Come on, guys, hurry up and die. It's the Sabbath. But they come to Jesus, and he's already dead, right? So his legs aren't broken. You know, no bone is broken. Uh, he remains whole, intact. But what they do is they pierce his side with that spear to make sure he's dead, and we're told that water and blood flow out. Uh, so this is all following that, of course, that now... He's being buried. And, and and it's interesting that in one of the other accounts of the burial, uh, that is a big emphasis is made to that, that Pilate at first questions, can he be dead already? Exactly. And he calls for the centurion. The centurion says, no, no, he's dead. And of course, remembering that in Roman law, that if your prisoner gets away, you get to suffer the punishment of that prisoner. Yep. Certainly the Roman centurion is not going to take that lightly when he says Jesus is dead. Because if something would happen that Jesus Jesus wasn't dead, then, then he was going to be the guy nailed to the cross. The That's centurion a great point. Was. So, so he, yeah, so the great emphasis on the fact that he's really, really dead. Yeah. Yes. Oh, my goodness. I, that's a great point to make. This isn't, you know, it's not as though they put him in the tomb and it's cool and he kind of revives oh, yeah. and he comes, that comes to again because he just kind of fainted. No, this guy, <laughs> no, Jesus is dead, dead, totally dead. dead. Uh, so anyway, so there's this guy named Joseph of Arimathea. We know a couple things about Joseph. Well, one thing we don't know is where Arimathea is. We're not really? sure. We don't have any so, idea. So no, it's in, in. It looks like it's in kind of that region of of Judea, Judea, but not. Okay. We don't know. That kind city of doesn't exist yeah. this day. I don't think you can go visit Arimathea go today. Okay. All right. Uh, Shoot, I have to cancel my travel cancel plans. Your travel plans <laughs> the Arimathea Airport. Uh, but we do know from here he's a he's a wealthy man, right? And uh, I think that's kind of interesting. Uh, Jesus follower i think that's so i think that's kind of cool i think the jesus yeah. followers are all sorts of people they're women like these two marys they're plain old fishermen from galilee but they're also even the wealthy like this yep. guy joseph yep. you know everyone uh and then also he's a member of we see from the other gospels of the council the sanhedrin yeah, yeah. so this the 70 he, elders so he's a big shot yep Kind of in the, the, the Jewish faith, he's well, well, part think one of, of the that. leaders. Over the whole thing of all that, 70 people are chosen, yeah, so that's, yeah. a, that's a pretty big deal, yeah. Pretty prestigious, but also... Do you think it's because he was rich? Well, you think yeah, was we, we don't have the details, but okay. I it wouldn't be surprised. Probably yeah. didn't hurt, huh? <laughs> but, but, I mean, so... He's in this this uh, prestigious position as, as a Jewish religious leader of sorts, and here he is burying Jesus, yeah. and 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 not only that, giving this guy his own tomb. Yeah, that's probably but, kind of frowned upon by the other members of the Sanhedrin. But, but again, isn't that kind of part of the Word of God? Isn't there? Am I am I missing that? Isn't there a prophecy about him being buried in a rich man's yeah, tomb? Or yeah, yeah, buried like among that? the rich. Yeah, yeah yes. Yeah, yeah. So even so, this, numbered numbered with the transgressors yes. as he was hanging between two thieves on a cross, and yet buried in a rich man's tomb. Isn't that amazing? Both from the Old Testament, both prophecies that here at the burial come to pass. So Prophecy apparently, fulfilled. If, whatever we're hearing from the Word of God, you can pretty well depend that's going to yeah. be that way. And okay. you know, how neat is that? That God in his, his, his divine wisdom and omniscience knew that Joseph of Arimathea, yeah. this rich man, member of the Sanhedrin, was going to be the one who buries his son. <laughs> and I think even even as you were talking about irony, the irony that he was going to be uh, numbered amongst the transgressors, which you would think, well, then he's going to be thrown in a pauper's grave or something. Yeah. That's what would happen. But no, then he gets buried in a rich man's grave. How can that be? So that seems to contradict itself, but it it's does. what happens. Yeah, yeah. You look at the prophecies, this is contradictory, but that's what happens, like you said. But, but, but then on the other end, the Bible says that a bunch of people who are sinners who deserve to go to hell are going to end up going to heaven. That doesn't make 
make any sense. Either. I know that seems contradictory, contradictory doesn't it? And I, I think too, th- it seems contradictory that someone who's a member of the Sanhedrin would be oh, a follower of exactly. Jesus Christ. Exactly. But again, God creates faith through the word, through his spirit. And here, even this man, the last one you might expect, even behind fishermen, yes. you would expect a member of the Sanhedrin to follow Jesus. And here he is. And at great risk, I'm sure. Um, the other guy we, we we learned from the other gospels that helps Joseph here with the body, it looks like, uh, is Nicodemus. Yes. Yeah. Kind of the same deal, right? Nicodemus is the one who came to Jesus at night. Another, Remember in, in another John leader. 3? Yes. Another leader among the Jews. And here he is helping with the burial of Jesus. So both Joseph and Nicodemus seem to be believers in Jesus Christ at this point, And here even at, at his death and now his burial. So, I mean, pretty ironic, pretty amazing. It seems contradictory that these would be the ones who are part of this key event in salvation. And and stranger yet, that they really only show their dedication to Jesus after he's dead. You yeah, know, we have no Nicodemus other record. comes to him at, at night. Uh-huh. There's no evidence that Eric, uh, Joseph had uh, stood up for him while he was still alive. In fact, it, it makes you wonder what those guys were doing when they were having all of the plotting and planning yeah. for the death of Jesus. Yeah, we, we just don't know. I mean, did they speak up? Did they remain silent? You know, it is now finally what they saw from the foot of the cross and heard from the cross. Now maybe they, they're convinced he is the son of God, just like that a Roman soldier says, yeah. you know. Yeah. And maybe it's maybe what took place at the cross kind of strength, you know, just confirm their that faith and the Holy Spirit of work through Jesus' words from the cross. We don't have all the details, but at this point, yeah, they they are willing to request the body of Jesus and to actually take him and bury him. And I, I think that is a, a word of, of comfort for us as well, because you would think this stuff wouldn't happen until after he rose from the grave. You could see people stepping forward. Oh, my, mm-hmm. he's come back from the dead. But you're right. It's the cross itself. It's the suffering and death itself. And, and the Holy Spirit is working faith in these people, even at that point, where they have not yet seen the fullness of what Christ said he was going to do, which, of course, is of comfort to us because that's where we're at. We haven't seen the fulfillment of any of this stuff. You, you alluded to earlier about the promise about, uh, or maybe you did. Maybe that was from the previous Bible study I was doing. Anyway, the Bible talks about <laughs> God working everything together for good. Yeah. I haven't seen that fulfilled yet. I got a lot of stuff that's pretty not so good. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I was thinking of another word, and I thought maybe we can't use that on radio. It's a radio. family show. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, uh, but okay, all right. So the Spirit can, in fact, that's the whole thing. The Spirit does work faith in us exactly in those situations before we've seen the, because faith is hope in the things that are unseen. unseen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, to have this confidence that Jesus still even is is who he said he was, yeah. Son of God, Savior, the Christ, even when he's dead. As we're laying him in the tomb. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. pretty cool. That is cool. Um, the other thing, the other reason why we, we learn from the other Gospels, too, that he's being buried in this tomb given by Joseph of Arimathea, this tomb that was intended for himself, it yes. appears. That, yep. That's kind of that's interesting. Just, yeah. yeah. So it's it's like, you know, giving up your tomb for someone else, your grave for someone else. And I don't know about back then, but nowadays, those are pretty expensive <laughs> to give up your grave <laughs> oh, site. Oh, they are. They are expensive you know, now. Oh, that's man. That's a pretty big deal. Just to have the grave open, a little less oh, paying for it. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. Um, but but another practical reason, again, from the other Gospels is it seems like it was close at hand. So, and again, we're under the gun yes. time-wise. Yes, yeah. under the gun time-wise. Sun is going down. It's a new day. It's going to be the Sabbath. So it's close at hand, too, there in this garden. So uh, here it is. Yeah. Did you see how they just re refurbished Jesus' tomb? No. 
just <laughs> a few weeks ago. Yeah, no, that was, yeah, that was in the news. Easter? In preparation for Easter. Uh, it's been hundreds of years. And, nice white, you know, uh, assuming and, uh, that's the right site. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that, that's kind of interesting. It's kind yeah. of an aside, but uh, uh, yeah, it's kind of interesting. I'm just thinking from a homiletic perspective, we make a neat sermon point that we do the same thing. We give up our tombs to Jesus so that we can be resurrected from the dead yeah. when he was resurrected. Yeah. yeah. That's kind yeah. of a cool, and you know, again, having been at two funerals in two days, yeah. when you go to the gravesite, you're there's there's part of the funeral service where it talks about Jesus sanctifying the graves sanctifying of the, the graves. saints, you yeah. know, and this idea that yeah, since Jesus was placed in that tomb and then raised from it. When we're placing that tomb, we're just we're going where Jesus has already been uh, in the tomb, but then certainly on the last day out of the tomb too. And that's it's kind of a cool idea that Jesus has sanctified the graves of those who who come later, those who die in faith. Uh, we're not going somewhere where Jesus hasn't been. Yep, now yep. Jesus, our Savior, God and man, has been there too. And and it's neat that part of that uh, ceremony, that internment, there's also a blessing of that particular yeah, portion of the yeah. ground, right? Because it, it is, for us Christians, it is a blessed place. It is a place of rest, mm-hmm. uh, uh, which, in fact, I think is what the word cemetery means, doesn't it? It doesn't mean something about with, with resting, sleeping. If you say so. I well, I, I know the word cemetery comes from cemetery, <laughs> and pretty much cemetery is a place where we I spent a lot of time sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> No. Uh, <laughs> well, you know, some of the props were not really all that yeah. exciting. I we won't, won't name, name names. Name names no. <laughs> all right, back to our subject. Yeah. Well, let's. Well, if, should we if, keep on if reading? Advanced, let's this keep one? on going. Yeah, yeah. 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 This is. I think this is where it gets good. Even so. Well, well and, and uh, just real quick though, before yeah. we do go on, it's interesting that Mary Magdalene and the other Mary are there. That they're, they're they're eager to do what they want to do is prepare the body, which of course is the motivation for them showing up on Easter morning to finish yeah. what they didn't get done. Um, all right, the next day. You know, that, I, that's kind of. My, I'm sorry, but you know, on yeah. the one hand, it's this act of devotion and faith that they, you know, they're followers of Christ. But on the other hand, they, they, when they come Easter morning, they fully expect the body to still be there. Yeah. Know? So that's kind yeah. of this irony yeah. too. So anyway, yeah, we're, we're in verse uh, 62. Want to continue? The next day, that is after the day of preparation, the chief priests and the Pharisees gathered before Pilate and said, "Sir, we remember how that imposter said while he was still alive, after three days I will rise." Which is interesting. Now they're getting this right. <laughs> you know, they couldn't get this right before, uh, but but now they well, get it right. That's yeah. the irony. Yeah. Okay, the chief priests, the Pharisees. Yeah. They 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 seem to get it. Jesus said he's going to rise in three days. Who doesn't seem to get it yet, though? The disciples. The disciples no, you know? no. So the disciples and even the women, they don't seem to get it. But. It, they, again, more irony. The Jewish religious leaders, yeah, they they at least got that much. That that's what Jesus said he was going to do. You know, it's just yeah. But, but it's see, that, that's that's the whole point. It's not about getting the facts of the matter. No, it's about believing yep. that these facts are for you. This has changed something for you. Yes, and for them, no, no, it's not going to. Even if he would rise from the dead, it wouldn't change anything for them. Their hatred of Jesus would not. And be we any see different. that right? Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. Because uh, yeah, um, you know, again, Satan knows the facts, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. But yet, yeah, he, he but he doesn't know it's for. For us, he doesn't have that faith. No, it's, but he, but he knows the facts. He knows who Jesus is. Uh, therefore, order the tomb to be made secure until the third day, lest his disciples go and steal him away and tell the people he has risen from the dead, and the last fraud will be worse than the first. Pilate said to them, you have a guard of soldiers. Go make it as secure as you can. So they went and made the tomb secure by sealing the stone and setting a guard. Yeah. So, um it, 
they, they request this guard, they request this seal from Pontius Pilate, okay, the Roman governor there in Judea. And he says, you you go set the guard. You have a guard. So really, these aren't, the guards that are at the tomb aren't Roman soldiers. No. They're not a Roman guard. These are the, the guard of the the Sanhedrin, the guard of the chief priests. And they're the ones who guard the tomb and set the seal and, and post the watch. So again, again, in, in another twist of irony, the very first witnesses really of the resurrection in many ways are these guards you know, sent by the chief priests to seal the tomb. And yet they're among the very first witnesses of the resurrection itself. And, and, and the even greater irony is that after Jesus is resurrected, they will go back to these very Jewish leaders, these very priests, and testify to what they've seen, that he has risen, he has risen indeed. And the priests will actually bribe them to tell a lie that the body was stolen. Yes. So not only are they the first witnesses, the, the, the leaders too know exactly what happened. And yet... Yeah. That's what I'm saying. No, they just had already made up their minds. They were not going to believe anything about Jesus, even when the facts were right. No in their face. matter what. Yeah. Well, let's read about that. So that that's right here in Matthew two. If is if you want to skip okay. over to sure. chapter twenty eight, verse eleven. This is the report of the guard after the resurrection. Okay. Uh, while they were going, behold, some of the guard went into the city and told the chief priests all that had taken place. And when they had assembled with the elders and taken counsel, so this is also the Sanhedrin then again. So yeah, that, that's and that, yeah. this is Joseph's, you know, buddies that are talking here, Joseph of Arimathea, yeah. Uh, they gave a sufficient sum of money to the soldiers and said, tell people his disciples came by night and stole him away while we were asleep. And if this comes to the governor's ears, we will satisfy him and keep you out of trouble. So they took the money and did as they were directed. And this story has been spread among the Jews to this day. And even within our generation, it's been spread. Yeah, isn't that something? The Passover plot, a big bestseller, maybe before your time. I can't remember, but it's within my age that book was published. Yeah. 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 Isn't that amazing? And, you know, I mean, and, and there, that story just has so many different holes in it. You know, the story that the chief priests really kind of put together. I mean, if, if they really, if Jesus was stolen by his disciples, how in the world would the guards not know it? I mean, it, the, again and again, it's this stone, this very large stone, I think Mark's gospel says. Um, there's no way this could have happened without them taking notice of it. Yeah, I yeah. mean, it, the story is just, it's full of holes. Um, but yet they would rather believe and spread this lie than really believe yeah, that, that yeah. Jesus did what he said he was going to do and rise from the dead. They'd rather perpetuate that lie. So, I mean, it, it's irony, but it's also, boy, there's just a twins of sadness. I, you know, I feel sorry for them that they would just so actively deny what, what you can see as fact, that Jesus I, is risen from the dead. But here's what I think is so cool about this, because these people have actively rejected the truth. Yeah. Okay. This isn't a matter of misunderstanding. Mm -hmm. And yet... Who are some of the first people that the church will go to except these same priests? Uh, I, when, when the disciples begin their whole Pentecost thing, the priests are some of the first people that are addressed. And by the way, many of them do come to faith at that point. Yeah, see? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And even a Pharisee, we just heard about the Pharisees, yes. you know, a Pharisee named Saul comes to faith and you know, writes half the New Testament. You know, so, you know, God God can reach anyone with the gospel, whether it's Joseph of Arimathea, the chief priest, the Pharisees, doesn't matter. And, and he works faith. And, and I, I just think it's neat that you could do that. You could actively reject what God would give you, and yet he would still want to save you. We're not advocating 
rejecting, however. No, no, no. Because no, ultimately, no, that won't work. But it doesn't stop God from wanting to bring you salvation and yeah. forgiveness. Yeah, no one is beyond the work of the Holy Spirit. No one is beyond that that death and resurrection of Jesus Christ, not just for 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 me and John, but for the whole world and for even chief priests, Pharisees, and Sanhedrin members. And thanks be to God for that. Especially considering the fact that we can't believe by our own reason or strength either. So it's kind of good for us to... <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. No yeah. doubt. Yeah. Anything else, Matt, here as we wrap up? No, I think we have set the scene for Easter, and I cannot wait. It has been a long Lent, and I'm ready to start the celebration. All right. So join us together here, and we will celebrate Easter on the next Wrestling with the Basics.